Welcome to Michael and Mary in the Morning. The cute-ass morning show you didn't know you needed. We're a feel-good podcast about two childhood best friends who quit their corporate jobs to pursue their dreams in Los Angeles. Chasing our dreams, drinking too much coffee, and silver lining that shit. So take a seat. Pour your cup of coffee. And we'll be here every Monday. <laughs> Lucky for you. One in a million You give me that feeling I want it all day, yeah Welcome back to Michael and Mary in the Morning, the cute-ass morning show you didn't know you needed. Hello, hello, hello. We are here to brighten your day. And back at it again. And have got an episode for you. Mm-hmm. I know I say that every time, but I really mean it every this time. time this because is real, This is where the real deal. Um, we're diving into an amazing artist amazing. interview. He's so talented and a total cutie. Toronto-based musician Jesse Gold is here. Yes, everyone. Oh my God. Literally, we talk about his music journey. We talk about playing in hotel lobbies. His connections to all these celebrities like Jake Gyllenhaal. Like I asked him if he um, asked about Taylor Swift's scarf and where it is. Maroon 5, Charlie Puth. (laughs) He he wasn't sure about that. (laughs) I was like, where's the scarf? I don't know what you're- (laughs) This is why you're here, please. The burning questions we all need I'm not convinced he doesn't know what we're talking about, but he just sort of- Avoided the topic. He doesn't not um, not know. Yeah. <laughs> and his new EP, Stupid Hours, that is out now, which we are so excited about. Um, yeah, I'm wearing my phenomenal. dressy gold jacket, I'm calling it, so I look like a cool, like, music guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. Like, like, music guy vibe. He'd probably like, wear that. Like, that, like, vibey, whatever, because we interview serious musicians here on Michael and Mary in the Morning. That's true. But before we get into that, we have some serious business to discuss. <sighs> serious business. Um, Starting with the, the Brit, Brit Awards. Awards. Um, um, I would say the most pressing question about it is why weren't we there? Um, I, I think was going to ask you. Obvious from when people were like watching, like there was something clearly missing They're from like, the program. It just seems so dry. Yeah, like you could have really Where's used the fun? two cute fun up and coming American BBs. <laughs> Hey, guys, I know this is like the Brit Awards. You could really use a couple Americans. I'm like, I do a great accent. From LA. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but really. Um, I was like, as I was just watching everyone, I was like, Mary, we just kill it on that red carpet. We would be like, Taylor, how do you feel about winning like the global icon of the year? Olivia, how do you feel about your first big award show? Welcome. Like, Harry, where did Are you find you that exhausted? suit? Like, did you come right from my policeman? <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. We'd be answering, I mean, asking the pressing questions that everyone wants the to know the answers to. we all want to know. Literally, that's what yeah. we would be bringing to the table. And we'd um, look fabulous doing it. That's so. the thing. And it just looked so fun. And just how I love how award shows we keep getting like closer to how they used to be. Like, you know, when we watch like, I don't know, the Golden Globes and everyone was on Zoom and then the Oscars oh, was yeah, like in person slowly. but distance. And this there was like they were still at distance tables, but there were more people and everything like that. So we're just gonna get there and get back there. Yeah. And this time, like you could everyone see the artists was, interact. Like, a little less afraid. It That's seemed. the thing. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. probably most. Although of them I are will vaccinated. really miss the matching masks. Like I do love the a Gucci mask. mask that goes with the tux. Yes. Like yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry, but I love that. Yeah. It's so 
niche, but so satisfying. It's so interesting because that's going to be such And Taylor a Swift's Luke. like butterfly flower mask. Do you I think that people that. in like 10, 20 years are going to bring back masks just for fashion and be like, oh, like in like the 20, 20s? Honestly, maybe. I, I mean, wouldn't put it past It's kind anyone. of like a staple of I mean, maybe in like a hundred years once people are like, over the yeah, dis- yeah, yeah. distraughtness of it oh, all. Literally. They would be like, do you know what that means? That mask that you're wearing? Yeah, exactly. You know It'd be means? really controversial. <laughs> people do it in like, like 30 years. They'll, they'll be like, people were dying. How dare you? You know what I really mean? So maybe it's not a fashion statement. Exactly. So. That's what <laughs> oh I mean. Goodness. Give it some time. That's going to be great. <laughs> anyway, um, circling back to just Taylor Swift winning the Global Icon Award and how she's the first um, American slash non-Brit to win this award, I think, is what I heard. Really? I don't know. It's, I'm um, not surprised. I think first American. Um, so like huge, deserving Taylor Swift. I just, not, there's not much more that What's I love. What's the biggest mm, Brit award? I would say the Global Icon Award. Yeah. Is there like yeah. an artist of the year? I'm sure, but I didn't actually watch the full program because I don't think we had access to it. Okay. I didn't watch it. I just watched YouTube. I just watched like the clips and everything. Yeah. And I'm sure there's an artist of the year and I'm sure she's won that. But like global icon, how that's do you That's the thing. Beat that? That's the thing. Don't you want that? And also like, how do you beat Taylor Swift? That's so the thing. I'm pretty sure she- She put in the work. She um, won the top. Anyway, not many things I love more than Taylor Swift, A, winning an award, but B, a Taylor Swift award speech because she is so good. She is so eloquent and she really puts so much thought into all of her speeches and they're all different and they all have a different- Different message and things like that. So I'm just going to share um, some of the gems from the speech because I feel as though not everyone has heard it. And uh, here at the morning show, it's really our job to amplify um, voices. And the voice we're doing today is Taylor Swift. Okay. She said, I need you to hear me when I say that there is no career path that comes free of negativity. If you're being met with resistance, that probably means that you're doing something new. If you're experiencing turbulence or pressure, that probably means you're rising. There might be times when you put your whole heart and soul into something and you're met with cynicism or skepticism, but you can't let that crush you. You have to let that fuel you. We live in a world where anyone can say anything they want about you at any time, but please remember that you have the right to prove them wrong. Oh. I that oh first God. part I really especially yep. loved because it's this it's like such a basic piece of advice, but she said mm. it in such a like cool way. Yeah. And the like rising part, I was like, wow, we just were on a plane. That's so relatable. Literally the turbulence. 100%. Yeah. yeah. So like riding a horse for 45 minutes, oh right, my Michael? 100%. <laughs> yeah. When I was coming back from Florida, he's like, well, we're going over Louisiana people and it's going to feel like we're riding a horse for the next 45 minutes. And Louisiana, I was like, get it together. Oh, I was like, is that, that is normal? the last thing that I want. That sounds um, awful. Anywho. Yeah. But I love how it's like no career path is free of negativity and especially with us being in such creative spaces and how much criticism that that comes with and how also just like general confusion yeah from other people that don't understand Mm -hmm. it then then makes us doubt ourselves hundred percent so it's like yeah just being like because when you're putting something out you're like oh my gosh everyone's gonna love this i want everyone to love it's gonna be the best yeah but then you will always be criticized so it's like you might as well just do what you want because you're gonna be criticized about Anything you do ever, 100%. you could do nothing and you're going to be criticized for. If you sat at home all day, people would criticize you because you're yeah. home. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't not not. You can't not not. So why the heck not do it? Yeah. Um, and then just how it's like 
obviously anyone can say anything about you, but that you can prove them wrong, you know? Amen. I also yeah. really like that she thanked Haim and she like yes, pointed to Haim and they were that like so, so proud and so sweet and yep. they all looked great and they won um, international, best international group, mm, which yes. is like, hell yeah. That's a huge award. So deserved, 100%. especially because they're, yeah, I'm like, they that could have gone to a lot of people, but they they were, they killed it. And totally. I'm very After like the them. Grammys and they didn't like, have a big win that night. I'm glad they mm-hmm. got um, the mm-hmm. respect they deserve from the Brit Awards. You know, yeah, yeah. The yeah. UK, you know, you can always count on the UK. <laughs> can always count on the UK. That's the thing. We really Ugh. there's something else yeah. over there. And then Harry, of course, in his mm-hmm. like 70s brown blocky Gucci suit and his brown Incredible. purse and his yeah. beautiful nails and his beautiful icon. face, just looking like an absolute snack as always. Freshly shaven freshly and like shaved. groomed yeah, hair, hair from my very, policeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I just, I can't really handle mm-hmm. all the things that he's yeah. doing. Like I'm not even looking at anything anymore because I can't. Like I literally, physically, I'm like I'm overflowing. He's doing too much. The Harry Styles fans have been. <sighs> Fed this year, they have been fed the amount of Harry Styles content yeah. that you've gotten is it's absolutely true. insane. I mean, you know what I mean? It's all just like, but it's not like actual stuff. It's not like an album. It's not like an actual movie yet. It's just like all the behind the scenes stuff, okay. and then all the award shows, which are like mm. two second clips of him being like, "Thank you so much. You guys are the mm-hmm. best." Mm-hmm. Which I'm not complaining, but yeah. I'm just saying like. Well, I we mean, didn't get three see. albums, right? You did get two great music videos in the past. That year. is true. Yeah, the, I mean, all the BTS of all the films and stuff. Like, you have hope to get that album. Whereas, like a Lord fan, you didn't get anything this year about a couple snaps of from her being in Antarctica. So it's like the Lord fans are so hungry. We're still not over they that. They have Lord. like they are eating crumbs. Like but Taylor Swift, we are feasting. Harry Styles, we we're eating good Lord, in the neighborhood. We did get a Mod Latour appetizer. Just a teaser. But we're hungry again. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So. That's the thing about it. And then I think Harry won. Was it Song of the Year for Watermelon mm-hmm. Sugar? And then you, do you see that um, like? post about how like 10 years ago he won that award with one direction for what makes you beautiful and how it's like the full circle i did not see that so sweet that's that's what i love right that you make it you made it all around um then olivia rodrigo performed her first major award show like so happy for her so proud of her she just like beautiful beautiful. and then not what i expected that like the red one are you talking about yeah 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 yeah, maybe it would be like a green tight no, Something we're here for rather. the red lights and the stop signs. Red. That's like, fair. That is, let's go. Um, and then there were photos of Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift, and they met for the first time. And I was like, what yeah, I would give to incredible. be a fly on the wall, or should I say a butterfly on the wall, to see that After all of that like build up and then finally being able to meet in person. Yeah. Like my thing is like she was like in that room with like all like the stars and people's like, was that backstage? Was that at a hotel? They were eating French fries. Were they from room service was Olivia Rodrigo like playing sour for them for the first time unreleased you know what I mean I'm like what was happening in the room we have to get in the room we'll get there (laughs) that's the thing we're gonna get there um but all in all we love an award show we love um just all the moments of just all of our favorite people who have really pushed and pulled us through this year with music and them to be like it's like all of our you know all of our um 
not mentors, but all of our like inspirations yeah. all in one place. Yeah. And looking fabulous. It's really great just for us as humans and hosts that our like favorite people are like the top of the top. You know what I mean? It is. And they're all together. It is like also friends, very you know? difficult because in order to get there, we really have to go uh, tippity top. So if everyone could subscribe top, top on Apple, world. leave us a review. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be get really us to great. The <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, That's hilarious. I know, right? Okay, so. But <laughs> while we're trying to get to the top, yeah. Um, yesterday w- our, was technically our release day. Technically, yeah, we're all over the place. Because we're week. yeah, we're traveling. We're again, traveling so BBs. We're recording this early. Recording on the road. But all we that went stuff. to this new coffee we place. We do. And because we were like, okay, we both just had gotten back, and well, Michael just got back, but I felt like I just got back, yep. and. So we were like, let's go out to coffee. Yeah, I've done so long. And we went to this new place called Enigma. Enigma Coffee which on, is Sunset on Sunset Boulevard. All Boulevard. of our LABBs, go check it out. It's very modern, very simple. And we were like, okay, let's do this. Like, it's probably going to be really good. Yeah. I'm always scared because I'm like going to new places. You're like, well, what if the coffee is shit? Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, I had a good feeling. And so we walk in and it's kind of like real, it's, just like very bare and basic because like very clean. Yeah. Like nothing simple, on the walls. Very simple. Crazy. There's one guy in there. Yep. And you mean Mark Ruffalo behind the Mark bar? Mark Ruffalo, yep. yes. Mark Ruffalo made our coffee. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Um <laughs> I mean he was wearing a mask, so honestly, we you Could can't say it wasn't. Yeah. Have you ever seen that barista of Mark Ruffalo in the same room? Doubt it. There am I. Yep. <laughs> But so I'm like debating on whether I want like an iced or a hot, right? Right, always it's the like debate. Mid morning and it's yeah. LA, and I just it was don't cloudy know. and cold that morning too. So I was like, ooh, I might right. want a hot drink. Hot. But I went with ice, and I, you know, they have this salted vanilla flavor, and I was like, oh my, and that God. sounds like the best. I had never had that in my life, and I was like, I never get flavor in my coffee. But I was like, I need this. Oh my god, that's so true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. But I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a salted vanilla iced oat milk yeah. latte. And he's like, yeah. so the Sam, and he points to this sign that says iced oat milk vanilla salted vanilla latte. The Sam. Don't know why it's called the Sam, but, but. I was wearing my Sam Montgomery LA yes. blue hat. And we both were like, oh my God, Sam is sign. getting the Sam. Sam. The Sam for Sam. 100%. Sam. Like, Sam, we need more salmon. Yeah, that's the thing. I was like, one, why is it called the Sam? At first, I was like, salt SA, but it just wasn't, the letters just weren't working out. So, so oh. there was someone named the Sam who created it. I didn't it. even go And there. it just so like, you know that it was meant for us because it was oat milk as the milk. Exactly. If it was another type of milk, it wouldn't have been the no, Sam. So it's no. like really, it was meant for us. It was honestly one of the best. It was so delicious. I like kind of want to go back there. Yeah. So wow. everyone go to Today. Enigma Coffee on Sunset. Get mm-hmm. the Sam. Get Tell the them Sam. we sent you. Say hi to Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Really good place. Good vibe. They have out, some little outdoor. Super um, cute. Tables and chairs as well. That's yeah, right enjoy. on the corner. Yeah. Enjoy um, your life. Speaking of Sam, yeah, I had a me. dream about Hillary Duff last night. Oh my God. Spill. So my sister Katie Joe and I went to a donut shop, and in the dream, uh huh. Okay, wasn't sure if this happened like when you were. <laughs> this sounds very likely. Ago. Yeah, yeah. No, but we went to this like big donut shop, and we were waiting for 
a new pan. The ones that we want just went out. So we were waiting for a new pan and then we went to go sit down and I was like passing by this table and I could have swore that Hillary Duff was sitting at it. And I was like, but it was like kind of one of those long tables. This was a big room, a long like cafeteria table almost. And so there were just like a bunch, yeah, just a bunch of people Uh like seated all around it. And then I saw this like blonde bangs, whatever. And I was like, oh, that kind of looks like... Hillary Duff. What era of Hillary Duff though are we talking? Um, like- not not this new, but like w- older. Okay, like, has kids. Men- oh, got it. Yeah, Grown up but not Duff. like present day. Got it. Um, and so we're like we go to sit down, and there's a stage in the donut shop. What? And so. <laughs> Hillary Duff's sister, Haley, Haley yep. gets on the stage. And they sing, Our Lips Are Sealed. No, oh my God, my but nobody knows that it's Haley. Well, and I turned, exactly. She peaked in Napoleon exactly. Dynamite summer. Yeah. Exactly. So I turn to Kitty Joe and I'm like, oh my God, that's Haley. Oh my God, that is Hillary. Okay. So I start filming Haley because I know that she's famous, but like right. for some reason, nobody's realizing that she's famous. So I'm filming her. Do we know Haley- she's singing? She's not singing. She's talking about something. Oh, great. Can't remember. Um, she's like announcing something. And um, <laughs> so random. And so I start filming her and she looks at me and she's like, she like points cause she and like winks and smiles because she mm-hmm. gets that I get that she's famous and she's like happy yeah. that I'm filming her. I know that you know that you know that I know. Correct. Yes. And she somehow knows that I know that Hillary is also here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> She's like, okay, so you know that we're here. We're mm-hmm. famous. You're filming. Cool. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Um, and so then she announces, she like go, goes to go off stage, but she's like, be sure to keep filming, like just with a point. She's not talking this to me at so all. Exciting. She's literally just pointing at me, but I know exactly what she's thinking. Yeah. And then she announces that Hillary Duff will be signing things outside. And the next thing I know, People are like stampeding out the door and in the hubbub of it all, my sister loses her credit card. Oh no. So I like help her look for it and we don't get to actually meet Hillary Duff. Are you kidding me? Outside the donut shop. Yeah. And then I find the credit card and then I woke up. Oh my God. Yeah. And this was the Um, night after I had a dream about having three golden retrievers. My brain is like, (laughs) yeah, kind of all over the place, but also like, but so pleasant. Yeah. More pleasant than usual. And I'm just like trying to figure out like, is this like, is Hillary trying to tell you something? Like, is she, is she doing okay? Like the fact that she has, um, now she just signs things outside of donut (laughs) shops. Like I'm like, hell, like where'd all that Lizzie McGuire money go? I know. I know. Okay. Maybe it was just because of the whole Sam Montgomery thing. That, yeah, but but like so specific. And oh, Haley, like, Haley. I haven't thought about Haley since thing. I first watched Napoleon Dynamite. Like, I, th- I probably would have, like, if you would have so asked bizarre. me yesterday what her name was, like, I don't know if I would have remembered. Wow. But then when I had that dream, I was like, oh my god, Haley Duff, <laughs> the Duff sisters, the Duff sisters, 100%. Our lips are seals, like, oh my god, Radio Disney. Yeah princesses yeah oh my god anyway phenomenal dream i had another dream um not the same 
characters, but same energy. I was at a wedding, um, really bougie, really nice wedding. Yeah. Like, there might have been donuts there now that I'm thinking about <laughs> it. Like all these sweet all treats, the all these ones things. Do. Everyone's in their they're like spring, summer attire. We're just vibing. Sure. Really, really nice. And there's all these like celebrities there. And I'm just yeah. like vibing and stuff. And out of the corner of my eye, I see Jennifer Aniston. Oh my gosh. She's like five feet from me. Like, do I say something? Michael, this is because we were talking about Jennifer Aniston. Do you remember on the way home from the airport, you were telling me something about Jennifer Aniston? What? Yeah. Was it not the dream I'm telling you about now? Oh, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Mary. Oh, my God. But it's like, wait, I've already heard the story. Anyways, so. Jennifer Aniston looks at me and she goes, oh my God, I know you. Yeah, I know you from Instagram. (laughs) That's so embarrassing. If I would have let you keep going a little bit longer, I would have been like, oh, okay. (laughs) Anyways, Jennifer Aniston knows me from Instagram. And I go, oh my God, I literally collapsed to the ground. Like I'm lying on the floor, like crying, laughing. And then Jen, Jen, we're friends, she collapses on the floor with me and we hold hands like the kind where you interlock your fingers sure and we just start like laughing and gabbing about stuff and being on the best ground friends on the ground of wedding. the wedding it's like the reception <laughs> vibe like everything like that and we're just like sure. talking about things and i just like oh my god i know blah blah blah, blah, wow. blah. and just like besties and then she was like oh lauren conrad is here and i wow. love lauren conrad the hill she's like basically the reason i moved to la yeah. that and hillary duff and stephen Colletti and all, all yeah. my crowd um and i was like oh my god yeah let's go meet lauren's like yeah let's go so we like go and then i think i woke up a little bit before then but just like so sad that i wasn't best friends with jennifer aniston <sighs> wow but i feel as though this could totally be a manifestation i was gonna say like this is probably gonna happen right right I was going to say, I feel like it's likely that, you know, the thing about a us, celebrity wedding, is that just us living our lives in LA? You could go to a donut shop I and could. see Hillary Duff. I fucking could. I could be at a wedding <laughs> that Jennifer Aniston is, is as well. Like this yeah. isn't crazy. Yeah. The details in between might not happen. Yeah. Those might like- not happen. <laughs> she might not know who I am. I mean, <laughs> I'm very up and coming. So <laughs> like- <laughs> and I having telepathy. Probably Haley not. Duff winking at you. We <laughs> don't know. Um, but yeah. Not, not going to say not, that. Not going to say not that. Gonna okay. Uh, one more sidebar question before we get into this incredible interview. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can stop talking about our fictional lives with Hillary <laughs> Duff and Jennifer Aniston because this is actually real. Right. Um, okay. I'm, I don't, the fact that we haven't even talked about this yet with us both living in LA, um, what would you do if we were out somewhere and you saw Hillary Duff? I would literally freak out. Because I think we have to be prepared for this moment. If I wasn't with you, I'd be really upset. I mean, same. Because yeah. like, I'd be like, this is huge. Yeah. And like, I only, whenever I think of you, I only think about the Cinderella story, yeah, even though that was like so long ago for her. Um, but like iconic, like yeah. her most iconic performance. I mean, she was so pivotal in our lives and just our exactly. upbringing, you know? I don't know. I think I would just talk to her and tell her how much. So you would go up to her. That meant a to me, and totally. then I would take a picture with her, and then I'd send it to you immediately, maybe yeah. even Facetime. I was going to say maybe Facetime, and I'd be in. like, "You don't understand. You don't get it. You are, you are my, Michael and yeah. I's friendship, hundred percent. Like what I'm thinking now is maybe we make like a um, 
an album on our phones for like all mm. of our favorite like celebrity people on our moments. So it'd be like a screenshot of when we dressed up as a Cinderella story from Halloween. So if we ever see oh Hillary, God, we don't have like scroll so through the smart. phone that we just have it right there. And we're like, stop, this is, this that's is a it. manifestation. Exactly. Because they need to know. Idea. And like, it can't be like, like there's certain celebrities that'd be like, oh, I like you, but I don't like love mm-hmm. you. So if I was talking to you, I mm-hmm. wouldn't have this personal thing. Mm-hmm. Like I would with a Hillary Duff and I'd be like, you no, you don't to. get it. Yeah. Like I'm not just another fan. Yeah. Like I am, I am you, you are me. We are connected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we need to be best friends. Yeah. That's the thing. So, um, and like he said earlier, we're on our way. We are on our way. Because. We just made it into Puerto Rico. Yeah. It's our Woo! 40th country. Country number 40. Our segue This is crazy. Honestly, we are just on it. Um, um, yeah, I've that's been in great. That's amazing. Literally. I haven't, but like, we I love go. it. should um, go. Maybe it's one of the people I met there. I started listening. That would be great. Um, but great, great people. Really great, great place to go. Great. Um, <laughs> great, they great, great. say that they invented the pina colada there at this bar. Oh, what's it called? I don't remember. But they crank out like 2,500 pina coladas a day or something like that. Like, well, we crazy. must go. So we must go. We must go. They're so delicious. Um, and just all of the vibes. So thank you, all of our listeners from Puerto thank Rico you, Puerto for Rico. hanging out with us. We'll definitely make a stop there on our My world friend tour. Lauren goes there all the time. So Amazing. Maybe it's actually her. <laughs> yeah, Lauren, thank you. I always wonder like if people are listening to us, like if we went on a trip there and listen, does that count right. or do you have to be an Apple ID in that country, you know? Oh, shit. You're probably not right. Maybe, You're probably but right. maybe not. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways. Anyway. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. And getting into, we've been um, really pushing the reviews on Apple the past We have. We just love a review. We love knowing what you like, like what you don't like, what we can do better, how we can make the show better for you, because at the end of the day, this Mm -hmm. is to brighten your day. And we've gotten two really, really sweet reviews that we really just wanted to share with the class. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. Michael and Mary are something special. They have great chemistry, great conversation, great guests. It's impossible to be in a bad mood after listening to their show. I love that. I think they're onto something big here, and I'm just glad I'm an early adopter. Love, 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 Alita Joy. Oh, Alita! Ah, That brought us so much joy. You're so sweet. You are one of our great guests. You are. Might I add. And like the fact that they're like, you can't be in a bad mood after listening to them. That's that is, like literally, we're here to brighten your day. That's the mission. And that's you're like- That's really perfect. You can't be in a bad mood. That's literally everything. She's like, yeah. I think they're onto something big here. And we're like, Stop. we're hoping so. We, <laughs> we have a lot of people have, to meet. <laughs> I got to go to the donut shop and meet Hillary. It's like, we really don't have any other options than to- That's actually really make true. Make it work. That's the so best way to say it. We're hoping so. We don't have any other plans. So this is plan A. Yeah. No. Plan B is just to- what, do what it, they but say? worse. That's the thing. <laughs> Why make a plan? Same thing, but plan not Plan B cool. is just planning for your plan A to fail. So no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> plan <laughs> no B is plan A options. minus. That's the thing. Um, we also got another one from somebody in Great Britain. Um, and I only oh know God. that because- Have we got an international review before? We got, well, it doesn't say on the Apple Podcast app, but we got this like email thing from our oh, chart yeah. people. I don't know. And- it says Great Britain. Oh my God. And it hasn't shown up on the actual Apple podcast app yet. Wow. But it says, the best people ever. Mm. These guys are the best ever. I adore their podcast and have followed them on TikTok for the longest time. They are so kind and spread so much joy. 
melty eye emoji. My favorite thing. emoji. I know it's you and an emoji. You're doing it right now. Amaze B11. What's your real name? Yeah. I really need to like send them a muffin basket and a thank you <laughs> card because it's so sweet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wow. Thank you so, so much sweet. for like just taking the time out of your life to write that because it means the world. And it's yeah. just like, uh. We'd love to share more reviews. So write them, write them <laughs> We'll up. always take more reviews. We'll always get a shout out on the show. Vacancy. All of the things. Oh my gosh. Incredible. Um, But I think we're ready. Yeah. Let's get in. This interview was one of the most fun fun times I've had Honestly. on the podcast. And watching him sing. Oh my God. He's like that he performs. a true musician. Holy smokes. So talented. So talented. And how, oh my gosh. And so, just like his, it's like, it, it's like breathing for him. Oh my gosh. We're on the Zoom and he just grabs his guitar from around his shoulder and starts playing like immaculately. Just While he's the talking. Talent. I you love just know it when he's people put in talk. Hours. He's put in stupid hours to yeah. make him like the most talented musician we've ever had and he's just like incredible and just so fun to talk to and we're just all on the same energy the same vibe totally ah he's a star he's from canada which is so fun oh yeah project hashtag free jesse Jesse. (laughs) we need to get him out of there he's stuck in toronto everyone yeah still on a lockdown we need to get him to la we need to get him to tour we need him at the troubadour oh he is the troubadour he is the troubadour he's jesse at the troubadour that's the thing (laughs) That Jesse sounds so Gold good. Also, Troubadour. he wants us to host, so like we need to host at yeah, the Troubadour. So, so like, make that happen. Hundred well, percent. Um. Also, quick. Uh. What's it called? Yeah. Um, d- dis- d- 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 um, d- what's the word? For what? Shit. <laughs> well, what are you trying to say? Um. Disclaimer. Oh, I love a disclaimer. Quick disclaimer. Yeah. There are there's some buzzing in the interview. We couldn't have helped it. So if you are wondering what the buzzing is, it's just the buzz is for Jesse. It's just because we are buzzing the electricity about him. that That's is going thing. through elect oh, Jesse's fingers. That's the thing. And causing his mic to buzz. So yeah, great. Just had to say that in case people were like, "What the hell." They're like, I think I had a new audio interface. Well, everyone, we're still it's doing. Flawless. Well, everyone, we're still doing interviews with people around the world and through Zoom. And until yeah. we can free Jesse, we can't have him with and us. And until we can way. have the money to fly him out, yeah, we might have some buzzing once in a while. Exactly. So all good with me. Great. Amazing. Let's get into it. Let's go. The one, the only, Jesse, Jesse Gold. Gold. Excellent. Jesse Gold is an R&B pop musician based in Toronto, Canada. With over 3 million global streams and years oh, yeah. of experience, Jesse's sound pays homage to an eclectic mix of longtime inspirations like Lauryn Hill and John Mayer, as well as progressive contemporaries such as Lucky Day and Her. Oh. His music has been featured on Spotify's Fresh Friends and Makeout Jams. Okay, we'll be talking about the Makeout Jams part. <laughs> that's coming, that's coming. Please welcome Mr. One in a Million, Jesse Gold, to the Hello. show. Yes. What is up? She is here, wow. Toronto, Canada, signing in. Feels What's going great. on up there? Feels good. Yeah, Thank literally. Thank you so much for having me. I've been very You're excited. You're so welcome. And, We've um, been excited for you. I've I've heard that this might be a big episode, not just because mm-hmm. it's me. You're 100% correct. That this yeah. is our Did one I year anniversary today. Celebration. No, no, no. <laughs> we are recording on our one year anniversary today. Literally, the day of huge. recording is our one year anniversary. This See, will be releasing quite a bit later, but 
For your release. For your release? Yes. There's a lot to celebrate in this episode. It feels like you guys wanted to spill those beans and I did it and I've, I'm off to a bad start. <laughs> I'm off to a Everyone bad start. Everyone already knows. They all know. They we all know. We technically are like treating it like our birthday week. Like we have exactly. like. I mean month. We're going to be. Because, yeah, those, this month is our whole people. anniversary month. So. <laughs> like everyone says like that girl who has a birthday month and you do the me. brunches and the parties and everything. That's what we're going to be me. with the morning okay. show. That's who we are. Well, <laughs> yes. Whatever is going on, I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> yeah. You're mad happy to be here. Yeah. Mad got a hat on. We'd love to see it. We, uh, see we just it. want to jump right into it because yeah. we heard a rumor that you almost died in a skiing accident and that's why you're this incredible musician. Oh my <laughs> and you God. Jesse Gold. Wow. Can you confirm? I love it. This is like some Nardwar shit. How did you get that information? Oh, wow. Yeah. Our people, we have like boots on the mm-hmm. ground. Like the we have listeners in have Canada. So we're like, who knows Jesse Gold? That is who so... can get the dirt? Who has the hospital records? No, nobody has ever asked me that. I'm, we're off so to a grudge. We're, we're back off to a good start. Yeah, welcome to Michael and Mary in the morning, Jesse. Unbelievable. <laughs> the research is just unmatched. Um, yeah, I, I had a bad skiing injury when I was younger. Um, snowboarding, if it yep. matters to anybody. It does. I'm a snowboarder. There you Montanans. go. Montanans. Yep. Um, yeah, I was like a long time skier snowboarder as a kid. It was like it was like my other than music hobby. It was like the one other thing I did. Like when when mm. teachers would ask me, like, what do mm. you like to do? It's like play guitar and snowboard. You know, they were like on mm. par at, at one point. Cool um, kid. And my family went on a, a vacation, like a ski trip to British Columbia. And on the first Ooh. run of the first no. day, I mm. went up in the air and I actually got hit by another skier in the air. And what? I oh my God. basically fell on my knee and snapped oh. my femur. Sorry to like oh get gross on us all right no, away. No, I love we'll it. Okay. And uh, <laughs> how do you do that? <laughs> Audio or Don't just worry about okay? It. Don't worry about it, Jesse Goldberg. <laughs> you guys will handle that in we post. Will. No problem. Um, yes. Yeah, I fell on my knee, broke my femur, skier went away, which I've still think about to this day. Like hit how and run. What a truly jerk. a hit and run. Um, and yeah, femur was broken. This is I was. Uh, just about to Ouch. turn 13. Honestly, oh. luckily, because if I was any older, you know, I'm sure it would have been just harder to right, recover. Right. But um, yeah, I was in the hospital and couldn't come home for, for many weeks. Um, and the way that I guess it changed my life, I just like you're at such a, um, a malleable age, um, you mm-hmm. know, like preteen. And I was always just like a little shit in school. And that yeah. massive injury was like a huge like... I didn't even think about it at the time, but it was like a very like um, uh, an awakening of like my mortality, you know, mm. wow. I, like mm. I just even at 13. Well, I remember See, I feel like most 13 year olds would just be like, oh, shit, I broke my leg. Well, the way that I oh, like well. I remember when I got older, like teachers I had being like, yeah, you were always like the 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 loud kid, like the obnoxious kid. And then like once that injury happened, you healed and came to school, like you were much quieter and like much more wow. just like, oh I don't know. Um, okay. So I didn't even realize it at the time. But when I think back, it's like, yeah, it definitely did change just like my energy as, as a growing boy. Um, yeah. Just like emotionally and obviously physically. And then, but yeah, when mm. I was like, in like bedridden for a year. I didn't walk for a year. A year? Yeah. 
I was just this like, this is not just a simple ski accident. Oh I had a gosh. little, no, I had two, I had two surgeries and just like, it was just oh, a whole thing. Man. And like, I, things oh, got, like, there was gosh. infections. It was just like a mm. nightmare. Yeah. And, uh, but I had like this little mini guitar and I would like, I was sleeping on an air mattress in the kitchen cause I couldn't go upstairs for a long time. Oh my God. It was a whole <laughs> thing. Um, but I would just like, that sounds I, so I uncomfortable. would practice guitar I would mm-hmm. watch Ellen and I would just write her every day and I'd just yep. be like, I'm Jesse. Oh, I broke Jessie, my leg. Your show's getting me heart. through. Let me play on your show. Just all and I always thought as I got got older, I was like, yo, if I'm ever on Ellen, I'm gonna make yep. her pull up my emails from when I broke yep. my leg when yep. I was a yes. kid and make her read them on the show. Anyway, so that's that's how my injury Holy. kind of helped shape some uh, formative That's an years. amazing story. I'm just, so sorry uh, that happened to serious. you, but yeah, so thanks. happy that it got you here. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what we call silver lining that shit on the show. A yeah, totally. Men. I mean, like I, how you're an incredible guitar player. I'll, I yeah, totally. I, I give I give that credit for a lot of positive stuff in my life. Like I'm still dealing with leg stuff, which is crazy. Like I, oh I still yeah, I still deal with stuff to this day. However many years later, it's um, it's pretty wild, but. Oh, yeah, well, I've picked up new hobbies since, and uh, less dangerous ones. Yeah, yeah, less dangerous ones, and and all is well. Yeah, good. I can't Amazing. believe you so had that information. Oh, you don't even know what else we got that's coming. Oh, <laughs> oh <so boom>. <laughs> don't scare him. Just kidding. Um, so basically, <clears throat> you're practicing. Are you practicing songs? Do you start writing songs on the airbed as you're watching Ellen? Like, are you doing covers? Like, what's the vibe? So the airbed yeah. just really takes it over the top for me. Totally. At that time, I ha- I was already going to an art school. I oh, cool. An, I was an artsy little boy. Like Victorious vibes? Is this what I'm getting? Just, yeah, like very... Uh, Musical, like, we like had, everyone like breaking out. We yeah. had mime class. Yes. Okay, perfect. This is what I wanted. That's extraordinary. Yeah. Um, So I was already attending that school from the fourth grade to the eighth grade. So um, I was already, I mean, I had been playing guitar since I was like three years old. So guitar was like my thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Very cool. And then I kind of, I started dabbling and singing in school. And then probably around that age is when I started to really dive into like writing songs that were not absolute trash um i think i had dabbled in like writing songs when i was like eight nine ten stuff that like Mm -hmm. my mom would just lose her shit over um which (laughs) hasn't changed to this day um (laughs) but yeah at that time like i was i was getting into songwriting more and more um and and yeah that time was was pretty helpful for me to hone my skill because i had nothing else to do um, mm-hmm. and then I went from that art school to arts high school. And then Amazing. from arts wow. high school, I studied music at Berkeley. And then anyway, I'm jumping around. Oh, wow. We can, we can go no, slower. We, we love the journey. No, I yeah. love it. Tell, <clears throat> tell it all. Um, and yeah, that's it. I was actually a drama major though, before I studied music because I'm I, obsessed. yeah, yeah. I think, um, there were two things. One. I loved to perform music, but like I loved being on stage in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and then two, I hated school just in general. And I was like, why am I going to take something that I love so much and do it in a way that I hate and like have teachers yes. grade me on like something I love so much. I just felt like it was going to get ruined. 
That's exactly wow. how I felt about photography and why I didn't study it in school because I knew that they would like grade me about this thing that I wanted to have complete like expression, con- like control over how I expressed it. Yeah, totally. I just like, I was fearful that I would like almost turn on it, you know, because mm-hmm. I just like school, I was like, even though I was like calmer from this injury, I still was just like, oh God, get me out of here. Like I, I always felt like yeah. I had better things to do and which is hilarious, but, um, yeah. So I, uh, that's what happened. I, wow. Yeah. I forgot what I was saying mid saying it. What was it? What, remind me. <laughs> okay. So you were in college mm-hmm. and you were, you're almost in drama as well. Oh, I was a drama major in high school before college. Um, that was it. And it was because I didn't want to study music in school. Yes. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but then when I got out and like throughout all my high school years, I started playing in a band and, we, you know, that's when it like nice. really went full Charlie's Angels, full throttle for me. Love yep. it. Yep. I was like playing a battle of the bands every single day, yes. like after school, love like the battle of the bands. leaving school an hour yes. early to go to sound check kind of shit, you know? Oh my God. Um, yes. Rockstar vibes. And that's when like, I really like, and then I would play a show and like people would show up because we were just like a teen little band and it was the thing to do. And I remember yeah. very, a very specific moment just being like, this is it. Nothing else mm. ever, ever. Mm-hmm. That was probably mm. in the, like in the 10th grade. I was just like, this, oh, wow. this yeah. is absolutely it. Um, and then, yeah, and I, in my senior year of high school, oh no, before that, a lot of details, just bear We're, with me. We live for them. Cool. Edge of my seat. I'm like reminding myself how my life has gone as I tell you. <laughs> You're like, I haven't, like, I haven't thought about this in a bit. I, yeah. Um, so when I was, um, I, I, I've say the numbers cause in Canada we don't have junior or sophomore or whatever you guys say. And I always right. confuse okay. them. Yeah. So like, I'm like trying to be cool and be like my sophomore year, but I actually don't know what that means. <laughs> um, <laughs> stay you, stay you. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Um, when I, in like 11th grade, what, what would that be? Junior. junior. Nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I went to a summer program, basically, essentially summer camp at Berkeley College of Music. We love in summer Boston. camp, big time. Wow. I went to summer camp. We could oh, we could go back to summer camp, but oh, <laughs> we, we met at summer camp. We're big fans of the summer camp. Oh yeah, we'll we'll keep trudging forward. Um, so I attended uh, Berkeley College of Music five week summer program. Um, wow. had the time, had the time of my life. It was amazing. It's actually probably to this day, the, the, the most growth in such a short amount of time as a musician wow. that I've ever had to this day. Like so cool. I remember going there thinking I was good. And like within five weeks I came home like significantly tangibly a better musician. And I just, I Incredible. thought that was amazing. I still think that's really cool. Um, and then met a lot of some of my best friends to this day there. Loved it so much. I was like, there's no other option for me other than to go to this school. It was like a, a Hogwarts for a musician. It was just mm. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Ended up going back the following summer as well. Um, and in that summer, I got a scholarship to attend the actual school. Um, yes. Congratulations. Yes. Wow, and, this is huge. And that was before my senior year of high school. So... All what? I had to do in my senior year of high school was not fail. 
So literally, oh you're good. You're it, it was, gold, and I, if, if you will. And I started my senior year with um, very decent, good grades, and I just mm-hmm. let them fall just tanked. to just one <laughs> percent over fail because I just was like, I'm going to my dream school. Don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're in. And I was I, like, I yeah, I was in before I started my senior year. Um, and so my senior year of high school was really fun. I didn't do much. Um, I love th- oh, you that. might like this as well. I had a, this was probably the smartest thing I've ever done in my senior year of high school, grade 12. Um, right. <laughs> I <laughs> took a beginner guitar class and I am, I was amazing at guitar at that point. <laughs> um, and so I showed up and like the first day they laid out the curriculum of the whole year. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm just like looking at it being like, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. And I knew I just had to pass the class. And even the teacher like knew that I was, I was a good player. And he was like, Mm -hmm. why are you here? And I, and then I, the last thing on the, for the year schedule curriculum was like, your final exam is worth, 50% 50% of your grade. So yeah. did you I, just like do it right then and there? <laughs> I did not go to one class the entire year. And then I came the very last day for the exam. And there was all these things on the screen and it was just like G major scale. And everyone takes it like goes around and everyone's playing it very slowly. And I just like rip through it. And I can just yes. see my, my teacher is just so mad. And I got a 51 oh, in that I class like because I, I got a hundred percent on the exam and I didn't show up for any other class before it. And I got a 51 right. and I passed. And it, anyway, so I, I thought that was one risk of the, taker, honestly. But that says a lot about you too, because even if I was that confident, like the fifty-one, that's scary. <laughs> but it's just you like, what, what are you gonna fail me? I'm, you know, fail me yeah. so I can't go to Berkeley. Anyway, it was honestly, such a little shit. That's such a little shit story. But it, I love uh, that. It was pretty funny at the time. We need people like you. That's what I'm saying. Thank yeah. you so much. That means a lot. <laughs> So you go, so you're, you go to Berkeley, your freshman year of college, and then kind of take us through that experience into like how you start playing more shows, sure. more gigs, There's hotel a story there. lobbies, There's for a example. Story there. Yeah, we love a hotel yeah. lobby. You guys are just setting me up. It's unbelievable. <laughs> We're knocking them out of the park. Teeing you up, you know. Oh my God. You guys just know everything. Um, you just wait. We do research. I okay. So then I went to Berkeley. Um, went there with my best friend and bandmate at the time, who to this day is Fun. still still my best friend and my producer for everything now. Um, so Incredible. we 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 went to Berkeley together. Um, and I love every single second of it. It was very um, mm. humbling experience um as a as like a cocky little guitar player in high school who was just like better than mm-hmm. every musician i had ever mm-hmm. met to then mm-hmm. going to the school where it's like you, you to Everyone's look for somebody incredible. yeah like to look for somebody you know who was on the same level as me was impossible like everyone was just 3000 times better um mm. and that was much needed much needed. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I had a blast. 
I learned a lot and um, I did have one experience that did kind of uh, change the course of things for me, which was I took a performance class. It was called let's it was called performance class <laughs> it, it wasn't i don't remember what it was called um yeah. but it was it might have been called stage performance or something but the class was amazing it was Sounds literally right. like get on stage there it was a class of like 10 people get on stage and play your song and then it, the teacher will critique it and we'll figure out you know what worked what didn't work it was an amazing class and that class was mm. taught by um livingston taylor who is James Taylor's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, what? And I am a massive, massive James Taylor fan. It's like yeah. what my my dad raised me listening to. Wow. And like that's same kind of how I learned to play the guitar was by listening to James Taylor. That's like the style that really helped me form my own style. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like a huge James Taylor fan. I, I still am. I took the class because I knew that was his brother and I just like wanted to be mm. close. Mm-hmm. Also, I my recommendation letter for Berkeley was written by James Taylor's daughter, Sally Taylor, because she was a mentor in the five-week summer program, and, like, I won the Battle of the Bands, and she wrote my recommendation letter. So, like... What? I, well, no wonder. You, That's yeah. incredible. Wow. It was, it was pretty wild. You're basically a part of the fam. Oh, that, my god! So, at that point, I was like, well, I got to take this class with Livingston because I'll, I'll yeah. tell him you that... You have that connection. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I took the class. That's so cool. Livingston is unbelievable. He is... He's such an incredible teacher. Um, and I learned so, so much from him. And the class was dope and loved it. But one day after class... Oh, by the way, just fun little tidbit of information for you. One yeah. day during class or after class, he's like, Jesse, stick around. I want to, <gasps> I'm like, so I stick around and he's like, Hey, like, um, I just want to introduce you to, uh, Charlie. Stop. He's like, he's amazing and you'll love him. And like, you know, he's, he's really like going to be something. And I just remember oh being God. like, who the fuck is this? I'm going to be something it's like, Charlie. What, are you, yeah. what are you talking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? Anyways, Charlie. Pooth. Yeah. A heart I knew he went to Berkeley, but yeah. I wasn't sure when. Oh my god! Yeah. So I just I remember at that I time. I love Charlie Puth. I remember at that time just being like, "Who's this? This guy? Get out of here!" Like Who's I'm, I'm Livingston's twerp. favorite. You know? Yeah, literally. <laughs> anyway, Charlie. whatever. So that was just a fun little story. But um, thank you. Towards the end of the 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 year, um, Livingston did come up to me after class, and he was like. I want to know if you'd be willing to open for me on a couple of tour dates um, oh my okay. God. around like rural Massachusetts. So like the first thought that entered my head, I'm like, my dad is going to die. Lose um, his yeah. shit. Yeah. He's just like, you know, just to be like, I'm going on the road with a tailor. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm fine. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. So that's, I obviously was like, of course. And he like, he signed me out of all my classes for a couple of days. It was just like so what? cool. And it was my first real like official like, you know, tour, just real life music shit um, yeah. Yeah. situation opportunity. So he and I like literally me and him got in his car and just drove across rural Massachusetts to the venues. Oh, my. Um, and like. It was. Oh, and I bet the conversations you had were just like. It, it, I mean, it was mm. wild. 
it was wild. Like mm-hmm. he's also like a bit of, uh, eccentric and and like mm-hmm. he was just like writing songs while driving and tapping on the steering wheel. And I was it was just like, <laughs> yeah, it was just pretty mind blowing um, for me at that time. And then we would like get to this beautiful venue, like theater and like uh, and go to the green room and then like sound check and then like hundreds of people would come in and like everyone when you could hear pin drop because like that's his audience and i got to like and wow. then i opened he played then he would bring me out we do a song together and it was just like wow. a really what songs did you perform when you opened for him i mean i had a just bunch covers? of like no i had my own original songs at that point um Good. that cool. were like i yeah i guess they were fine i don't know if i heard them now i'm sure i would chuckle but um so it was like a really beautiful experience. And, and then we like would drive, we'd like the gig would end and he and I would like get burgers at like three in the morning and then like oh God, drive dream. somewhere else. It was like super cool. And I was like, it was just, uh, it was quite a daze. I actually remember the first time I got off stage, um, just like almost having a panic attack. Cause I just hadn't dealt with that sort of like, um, adrenaline before. And yeah. like that, that just like come down. It was like just very new to me as a person. Like this yeah. is like real performance anxiety and and adrenaline that like I had to learn to like harness and deal with. Um, so anyway, we got back to school, and my mind was just like blown open. And I remember mm-hmm. just thinking like I've learned more in the last forty eight hours than I have learned in my year and two summers at music school. Um, It it was just like such an eye-opening experience for me. And I remember like talking to him after and I was just like, I think that I need to like go do it. And yeah, Yeah. at some point you just have to start. Yeah. And like, I wasn't even done my first year at Berkeley and he was just like, Mm. oh yeah, go do it. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. And then I, I went to like, I was close with a couple of other teachers of mine because every teacher at Berkeley is just cool as shit. Like my, yeah. I had yeah. teachers who I were like, imagine. I had one teacher who was who my theory teacher. He was like, Hey guys, uh, we're half of the semester in. I'm so sorry. I got to go leave to play with Steely Dan. You're going to have a new teacher. Just like oh hilarious God. shit like that. And, um, so Berkeley was full with that, but I went and told a couple of the other teachers that I was really close with. And like, there was not one ounce of hesitation everyone was like get out of here go and i just thought that that was like so cool you know like like you really you take what you need there and everyone was so supportive and i made the decision i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna dip um and so i left i finished i finished the year but i decided not to go back and then i was back home living with my parents and mm. all my friends were in school. Mm-hmm. Like, like whatever. The summer happened, and then everybody mm-hmm. left again. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah. September, it's and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Like, like, shit, what am I doing? Well, like, <laughs> what, is this, what does this even mean? Um, yeah. And I remember I, my, I, I met my dad for lunch downtown. Like, I, I went to go have lunch with him when he was at work, and we were walking to the restaurant and we walked through the Shangri-La hotel and um, we saw a musician playing in the lobby and credit to my dad. He was like, 
you are not walking out of this hotel room until you get a job here. <laughs> like I, I, I got to give him credit because I, and I was so yeah. nervous. I was like, dad, no, like I'm not playing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I was just dad. like, I was so resistant and he literally just was like, go, we're not going to lunch. And I was like, fuck. Oh my God. I'm starving. I love okay. that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I went to like whatever the concierge desk and I was like, hi, I'm a musician. Like, I'd like to know how I can play here. And they were like, okay, cool. Like, we'll give you the music person's card. Just like send them an email. So I was like, great, thanks. So that night I like sent that, sent an email and they wrote back like, Hey Jesse, just send us a video of you singing and like, blah, 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 whatever. I did what they asked. They got back. They're mm-hmm. like, how's Monday, Tuesdays, and Thursdays from, from 8 p.m. to midnight? And I'm just like, wow. Jesus. Fuck yes. Um, <laughs> You're like, I wasn't really ready for all of that. Yeah, okay, and, and also, like, I didn't have a set, really. like right. and, and, like, a four-hour set three oh, nights yeah. a yeah, week. Like, a lot. Like, I, it would have killed me. Like, that, I thought I was going to die, like, having to do that. Yeah. Um, and I really didn't have a choice because like I needed a job and, um, I just got thrown right in. So I attribute the next few years of doing that job to a lot of, you know, um, where I am as a musician today, because like I had to sit by myself and play music for four hours, um, Mm. several nights a week. Um, and my voice could not handle it. Um, like I would come home and like my voice would be hoarse. I would like Mm. run out of material. Like it it was, it was gnarly at first because it's just like quite a learning curve for me. It sounds exhausting. Yeah. And I remember just like, I would just be so tired and I just, I, I would like, I was seeing vocal doctors cause I was like, something's wrong. Like I'm losing my voice. Like I just, I just was thrown right in and I wasn't quite ready yet, but I had no choice but to just like become ready. Um, and so that's what I did. And after like, you know, a year of doing that, I got stronger. Um, I -hmm. built up a repertoire and, you know, I played hotel lobbies for like several years. Like honestly, the way I viewed it, I was, cause like sometimes I'd be like, Eh, this isn't what I want to do. I want to be a star, you know? And like, I always battled with that, but then I was like, no, like I'm getting my 10,000 hours. Like this is Mm -hmm. what, what an incredible way to like be forced to, to practice Mm -hmm. and play. Because if I was, if I was left to my own devices, like I'm, there's no way I would have gotten that much time in on my instrument and like figuring out how to sing well. And so, um, so yeah, that that's kind of how I honed a lot of the technical like stamina and skill of what I what I do now. But my most of my celebrity stories that you mentioned at the beginning are because yes. I just happened to be playing in the nicest the hotel, hotel in the city, um, yes. and so people every time would just you know that's where anybody who was doing a concert in Toronto would stay. That's where all the like the basketball teams would stay. Like it was mm-hmm. it was the hotel. Um, gotcha. So yeah, I have a couple fun stories from from that. Um, we're gonna have to know about Jake Gyllenhaal since we're Swifties, and the Swiftie listeners are really gonna need to know um, the Jake story. Yeah, I will give you. you will, I will give you the Jake story. It's 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 <laughs> definitely less exciting than some of the other ones, but it, it is okay. still it does get me hot and bothered to this day. Um, right, let's go. I 
I, I, I'm quite a Gyllenhaal fan. Um, okay. I, I have been for some time. I just think the guy's a stud, and it's like if someone was to play me, I'd love it to be him. Um, I was going to say, I, I can see that a little bit. Wow, that's the biggest compliment I have ever received. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the jaw, the jawline. Yeah, and the yeah. eyes. I see it. Oh, yep. my. What else? Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably the charming personality. Yeah, I would say in the smile. Wow. Yeah. Wow, my else? God. Okay, great. <laughs> we'll, we'll circle back to that for sure. We will, yeah. A little sidebar. Um, so I was... <laughs> Anyway, the way that the lobby was set up, it's like I'm I'm basically in the middle of the of the lobby and there's just like low swanky tables all around me and like some are pretty close, like uh, arms length away people are sitting. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. and like I I played during many times during TIFF, Toronto Film Festival, which mm-hmm. is just like everybody in the Insane. world is yeah. staying yes. there and like honestly uh, I actually hated playing during those times because it's like I don't know I'm so this part about me I don't know if it's a bad thing but I'm like actually quite excited by celebrity and I it it gets me like and and I just want to like be around and if I I I Mm -hmm. don't like not being able to say hi or like yeah right you know, or like yeah, have them you're hear stuck me. Just like singing, if somebody you can't just stop singing. Yeah, if somebody famous came in, like instantly, I'm like, how the fuck do I get their attention? I need them to look yeah. here yeah. now and sit with oh me, and gosh. like yeah. that was always the goal. Anyway, I was playing, and like I saw just like a hooded figure in like <sighs> like just off to my side, um, yes, and shadows. I'm playing, and like the whole time, like the head is bopping, and like but it's. It's oh like the gosh, hood is up so much listening. that I'm like, that's gotta be somebody because the hood is just like totally. too up. Like otherwise yeah. you're just an asshole, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. um, yeah, the, the, he was bopping the whole time and I kept looking over cause I'm just like, it's gotta be someone. And I like play my last chord for like my set and I go like, Brown. and uh-huh, then he like uh-huh. looks at me like that. And I look at him and I'm like, oh my God, that's Jake Gyllenhaal. And he just kind of gives me a, for the oh. listeners, that's just like a nod of affirmation. Um, well done. And then he just gave me like a, a good work. And I was like, that's <gasps> sick. And then I went over and he just like shook my hand. He's like, you sound amazing. And I was like, thanks, big fan. All the best. Wow. Goodbye. So that's my Gyllenhaal story. It's not, you, it's not that exciting. Wow. Did you ask him if he still has Taylor Swift's sweater <laughs> from All Too Well? I mean, scarf. Wow, I'm so in it. Oh the scarf. God. Does he still have the scarf from All Too Well? I should have, didn't I? Got it. Yeah. You know what's <laughs> no, really... I wouldn't have either. Don't worry okay, about Okay, this, so, this is so me being a Swifty in Intel. But basically on her song, We Are Never Ever Getting Back Together, it's about him, allegedly. Um, and basically it says like, oh, and like you'll go listen to like some indie record that's much cooler than mine. Because he was always about like, oh, I went to this show. There were like six people there. And it was just like us. And him just very like, like he wasn't into <laughs> like the big pop things. It's like, this could have been like you who he was talking about, Jesse. Could have we been. might have to do a um it might a, a timeline timeline check. We love, love a timeline. A <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my Jill and Hall story, which was you know like for me that was cool because I like him. Um, yeah. So I I was pretty excited about that, but I do have some no, that's some rad. better ones. But I we mean, can, we can just we'll one. just skip past them. No, it's all good. Um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I will tell you that. 
Yeah. We want to hear. You don't have to top- do all of them. Just tell us your favorite and then we'll get back to you. I just yeah. need to, <laughs> I need to plug this in and it requires my full attention for, for, yeah. third, for 20 do it, do seconds. Stand yeah. by. We'll give it to you. I'm so sorry. If you must. Oh, God. No, but that is such a funny thing. Like how she was always like, oh, yeah, like it was about this guy and he would always just want like indie music and chill and whatever. So she just comes out with this huge, obnoxious pop song about how we're never, ever, ever getting back together. So like when he hears it, it's just like this annoying, like we're never getting back together. That is annoying. It's amazing. Stop. You know. Whatever. Just pulling that um, out. That you was everything. Little. You know what? I thought <laughs> it was. that to you? Yeah, I will. Noted. Um, okay. More fun stories? Just just give us your favorite celebrity. Okay, story. I'll give you my favorite one. Because this was also yeah. a. a uh, okay, I'll give you one short one that's just kind of funny. Okay. And then my favorite uh-huh. one. The short okay, one perfect. that's kind Great. of funny is that I was playing and the entire. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers came in. I'm like not that. I, I don't really care, but it's like LeBron mm-hmm. is there, and he's just like there's That's just a huge yeah. deal. A lot of enormous people, and it was just like pretty yep. overwhelming. And like, like I said, I like to like get their attention, but the second mm-hmm. I like st- went to go be good, a string popped, and it made this <gasps> yeah. horrible sound. And the, the entire <laughs> like there was feedback through the entire That'll lobby. Get people's and attention. Everybody wow. just looked at me like. I, I had fucked up so big, and so mm. that was a LeBron moment, which was pretty funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, but, but I feel like you would just make like a joke about it. You'd be like, "Oh, hey guys," you'd, you'd think I I wasn't quite as quick with it yet. Yeah, yeah. got um, it, got it. Anyway, so that happened. But then I was playing once, and I noticed there was like a group of like five, six guys like waiting for the elevator. And they were all kind of just like a bit looking at me and like they were intrigued. And anytime anybody was like paying me more attention than just like, you know, people talking, I was like very grateful for that and would like play right to them. Play to you. Exactly. And just like try and make something of a special moment, whatever. And like these guys are like really giving me the time of day. And I'm like, damn, these guys rock. Like, who are they? And they the elevator opens and they're all their backs are turned to the elevator and they're now just watching me and they let the elevator go it closes <gasps> and they all walk towards me no. and they sit down literally like within six feet of me like right at the table in front of me and oh. and I'm playing and I'm like oh that's all of Maroon Five oh my. and oh I, my I like God. I, you know. I grew up loving Maroon Five. They're yeah. they're Songs very about Jane. Let's go. Yeah, like they're a they're a big band for me. Um, mm. So I and like Adam has a um, a zip up hoodie where the hood zips up, and he, and <laughs> oh literally his gosh. eyes are showing like <laughs> like just his Stop. eyes. What a freak! So insane. So I'm like my heart is exploding. Um, mm. I instantly. Started playing "She Will Be Loved" like without I even. Yes, gonna I was say, just gonna say, "She Will Be Loved." Like oh, without I bet that sounded so good. Without missing a beat, I was just like, "Oh, that's Maroon Five K. Here it is." And they yeah, all, let's go. they were all just like, "Yes." They were so nice oh, about it. God. And then, like, I literally played to them for the last like fifteen minutes of my set, whatever. And they all stuck around. And then I, wow. I got off, and they beckoned me over. 
And I so nervously went over and oh they God. were all like, dude, you're they, like, I had a seat. They were like, you're amazing. Yeah. And I knew that James Valentine, the guitarist had like gone to Berkeley and I like brought that up and mm-hmm. we were just shooting the shit and they were so nice. And they were like, it's, it's uh, Adam's birthday. And like, we, we were playing the Air Canada Center tomorrow, but like it's Adam's birthday and Adam was, he was very nice too, even through his hood. He, they were all just like, you're great. I like gave them a card, like just such a little boy. (laughs) Um, Here's my info. And like PJ Morton, who I'm like a huge fan of his solo music too. He's the keyboardist in in Maroon Mm -hmm. 5. Like I just had more knowledge than just like a pleb. Like I knew Maroon 5 shit. So I like, I was good. And they were just so nice and I have not a bad word to say about them and it was a very cool experience. So Oh, that's That's so special. Yeah. Someday they'll, they're going to reach out to you with that card and they're going to say, Jesse, it's time. Can you imagine? We need you. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm on a podcast, I can't. That's the thing. It's yeah. the one it's year their anniversary. Birthday too, so. <laughs> yeah. I also had a, I mean, not to keep going with these stories, but I actually have Another so obsessed. many. I had a very, very. Someday off air, you're going to have to just tell them all to I us. will. I, I won't, I won't take too much of the time, but I had a very drunk person throw their arm around me in the middle of my set. And usually there's like security to like, yeah, get that person immediately. So I was like, so confused as to why, they weren't no being dealt with. Them, yeah. And it was just mm. a absolutely shit-faced Cuba Gooding Jr. And <sighs> he was just, I have a video of it on my phone of him just being like, Jesse Gold is a fucking best. And he's just like, he was just <laughs> oh wasted. Like there's a, there's a oh, lot of wow. weird stories, but long story short, I really got better at playing music because of, having to just like sit in hotels and play for hours and hours by myself. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, that's, that's what I did after school. That's extraordinary. And just to have people, especially people you admire so much, like say that to you, that must've been such a confidence booster <clears throat> and been like, I'm on the right track that I'm a getting lot of these affirmation people to literally stop. Like a lot of people don't me, have. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, definitely helped. And I, like I always just, had the best time ever when somebody would tip me. I remember just being like, man, like I got a tip for like just doing what Mm -hmm. I love to do. And I always Mm -hmm. thought if I like ever become something and I've ever go to a hotel and I see an artist, like, you know, I'm tipping the shit out of them because like it would just make my absolute night. And so, so yeah, it it was all in all a really, um, a good, a good experience for me. I learned a lot. No, yeah, I love that. I love that because you've really put in the work to make it happen. You know, like like you were saying, like really putting in the you hours. Ten thousand hours. So when does it get to the point where you start actually releasing your music? Mm. So full length. Yeah. Spotify so, everything. So I there's actually a bit of a story there too. <laughs> oh, we love it. We love stories. Hit us. You're um, a really good storyteller, so we're here for it. Oh, that's thank you. I, when I got home, it was just around the time when Instagram had released Instagram video. Like they just said like, we're doing 15 Mm -hmm. second videos or at that time. I can't remember if it was a minute and they shortened it or if it started at 15 and it became a minute, whatever it was, they were like, we have video now. And I was home one night and I was like singing 
um, just like a nice acoustic version of, of Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. And, Ooh, and I was like, that. I was just in my room just messing around and I was like, you know what? I'm going to film this and, and try it on Instagram video. Cause like mm-hmm. I, this is a new thing. So I filmed this little cover and put it on Instagram and it just like blew everything out of the water that I had previously put on Instagram. Like it just it got 10 times the likes that I wow. had ever gotten on a whatever whatever we were posting back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, honestly. And I remember at that moment being like, yo, this, this, is a, this could be a really interesting tool for me. Um, and so I basically, not to like toot my own horn, but I just, it was just circumstance. I was like one of the first kind of Instagram singers. Um, mm. Wow. Like posting, like I, the second Instagram video was announced, I started doing singing videos like every day. and. Wow. Then there came pages like there were like singers pages on Instagram that like got like 3 million mm-hmm. followers and then they would post mm-hmm. me and then I would wow. get like 5,000 followers in like an hour. And then, wow. whoa. so I kind of became like the Instagram singer guy for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, this is like, well, I'm doing the hotels, I'm home from school. Yeah. I'm just like doing it all, doing it all. And so I, I gained like a bit of a following from doing that. Um, but it was pretty taxing on me. Like I, I, I thought about it way too much. I like Mm -hmm. it, it became not fun. It was Mm -hmm. just like, damn, like what Justin Bieber song am I going to sing today and make it different? And it's like, um, Mm -hmm. it it became work. And so, but I did that for a number of years and got to like a pretty decent following. And then, um, got to the point where I was like, I I don't want to, like one, I don't want to have to keep this up, and two, like mm-hmm. I have bigger aspirations for myself, and I don't want, right? Yeah, I don't want like the people that are here to fall off the second I like put my real music Do your out. Own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like every time I didn't post a like very popular cover, even if I posted a cover of like something for me, like I fucking played Return of the Mac because I just wanted to play something <laughs> dope. Like it would just, yeah. it would just tank in comparison right. to like if I sang a Demi Lovato song, you know? And, and yeah. I just like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I wanted to be cooler than that guy. That, that was mm-hmm. like the goal. Um, mm-hmm. so I kind of slowed that down and I was also like writing original songs this whole time too. I would write them. I would work, I would play them at the hotel because no one would really listen or give a shit, and I would just work mm-hmm. them out. Um, and I started recording them with my best friend who who stayed at Berkeley. We would like mm. f- Skype, like Facebook Skype Messenger, and like work out songs. Good and times. He would play. <laughs> that was the name of my first band. Good times. What? <laughs> Shit. She wasn't just guessing. Um, so we knew that. I'm like, how, how much information do y'all have? I didn't know that. Um, that was purely circumstance. So we would like work out songs um, while he was in Boston and I was in Toronto. And then I would like go to visit him at Berkeley and we would record the records and just like throw them on Spotify and just like no plan, no team, no nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I got into like really releasing music. I mean, I had released records like with my high school band and stuff. So I was familiar with like the process Mm of making music, putting it out, promoting it, whatever. But I started to take it more seriously around that time. Um, and then it just got 
more and more serious until the point where I was like, I'm done with the hotel. I'm not doing covers on Instagram mm. anymore. I'm a real artist. This is Heck yeah. this is me. This is this is Jesse Gold music, baby. Let's yes. go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's does that bring you up to speed? I it think does. it does because we really want to get into one in a million. Yeah, we want to get into your your yeah. songs and how it has a million streams. How did you do that? Yeah. One in a, one million. In a million. I love that. Streams. You manifested that. One in a million was my first song with a million streams. It's nice, and it's it's still it's just blowing so me away fitting. every day. Like every day, the, the streams it's getting every day. I'm like, this is crazy. It's just it's yeah. it's really it's still climbing and it's amazing. It's like well over. Yeah, it's like almost gotten two hundred thousand since it hit a million like a couple days wow. ago. It's yeah. like it's it's really yeah. going. So um that's a really validating, beautiful thing to see. And I'm super proud of that song. So ask away. What do you want to know? How I did it come great. about? What was the inspiration behind it? Um so it, it came about because I I've also started um like maybe two years ago now, I started dabbling in writing for other artists as well. Um, mm. because I'm like a lover of many genres of music. I, and I write so many different kinds. Like I, I could write you a country song, a, a R and B song, a pop song. Like yeah. that's never been an issue for me. And in order to like, once I started finding my own sound, I still had this itch to, to like write those other things. And so it mm-hmm. lined up perfectly that like, okay, well let's get in the room with the pop artists and write a pop song for them. And that kind of like scratched the itch for me. So, I was working with an artist named Stephanie Kimber, who is on mm-hmm. the song, and we were writing wow. songs for her. And we had written mm. three songs, and we were in the studio just trying to get a fourth. Um, <clears throat> and we wrote one in a million. And I remember just being like, something is special here. Like, this is a special mm-hmm. song. And and it actually did not fit with what we had written for her previously and, and like the not artist it. that she was trying to be and, and is. It just was a yeah. little mm-hmm. more R&B leaning um, mm-hmm. than her stuff. And whatever, we, we wrote this great song. We were so stoked. We, you know, went our separate ways. And then I listened back well, however many weeks later and I just remember being like, this song is un, is is unbelievable. I'm like yeah. never been so proud of a song that I've written. And mm. we connected again and I just remember being like this song feels more like my stuff. And yeah. mm-hmm. I kind of called her up and I was like, "Hey, like I've been thinking about this. Would you be open to like me having this song uh that we yeah. wrote and and like you can be on it, but like, and she was like, she totally agreed and she was so supportive. And she's like, yeah, like this song is beautiful, but it doesn't really fit with everything else we're doing for me. I would be honored to be on it. Like she just, she was the best and she's super talented and, and she rocks. Um, so we made a decision for us to re-record it because we had recorded her vocal on it. So that's, that's mm-hmm. a version that, that wow. only s- the select few have, but there is a version of one mm-hmm. in a million where it's all her. Um, we retracked it and, um, worked really, really hard on the production, got a lot of brilliant people involved and, uh, and that's, that's how it came about. It was originally for her and then it became my baby and our, our, Mm. our thing together. So yeah, super cool. Very proud of it. 
It's like it. the perfect first dance song at a wedding. That, honestly, yeah. thank you. That that means a like lot. Like that's what I get from it. The vibe. I'm yeah, al- I'm always like, trying to write something like that. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. got like the positive kind of upbeat in the. Like I love that. Just feels so good. I don't know how you came up with that, but I'm obsessed with that part. Thank you. And but it's also just like so romantic and soft, like easy listening. Appreciate you guys. That's so sweet. Is this the one that's on the makeout jams? Yes, that's the makeout. Yeah, it is. Yeah, makes what an honor. Yeah, do you feel like super honored to be on like a makeout makeout jams playlist? I would be like, listen. You've right. made it. I, I'm sure you've made it. Fresh finds who? I'm sure you guys are familiar, but like, it's actually wild how important the playlists are. So to be on anything oh, yeah. is yeah. like that's that's the 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 high that we as musicians are mm-hmm. chasing is to get oh, on yeah, a, a sure. playlist because is that just luck or like you have to man, like really fight to like get sh- yourself? On it's it. such a shot in the dark, um, mm-hmm. which is like so it can be very frustrating. Um, there's like a, a pitch tool on Spotify where it's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, write a little bit about your song and like, tell us about it and hopefully you'll get on one. Um, and you know, I've done that for a lot of songs that have just never been placed and there's Mm -hmm. really, it's hard to find any rhyme or reason as to why one gets on versus another. Um, but yeah, one in a million just to this day, it's on the most playlist and the biggest playlist I've ever gotten and and like the numbers are because of that so it's, Ugh, uh, you knew it was special you knew yeah I, I had a feeling that that one was special but I tried not to get my hopes up because um, I, mm-hmm. I think all my my kitties are special um, yeah but but that one had something about it so yeah I, it's, it's an honor to be million. on Let's it be is real. one in a Let's million be real. <laughs> yeah yeah and for, <laughs> and for that to get the first million streams just felt good yeah yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's really special. Yeah. But we have been jamming to R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The new one. Thank you so 100%. much. Like Thank you. Like vibes right there. Mm-hmm. Like Some R&B vibes. Yes. Yeah. And I didn't even discover like the deeper, deeper meaning to it till I like, I mean... I'm just crazy with songs and I'll like hear them and then I'll go look up the lyrics and I'll go look up uh, like every interview, everything about it. Cause I'm just like, what does this really mean? That's awesome. And you, like you were talking about how it was like the loss of yourself basically yeah, or the person self in the song. Like when you're trying to find success and you mm. just like keep going, it's like RIP me. Yeah. It was, um, well, thanks for diving deeper. That's like, it's really nice to know that people still do that. You know, I mean, oh, yeah. I welcome to Michael we Marion morning. Anyway. <laughs> We're all crazy over <laughs> here like, at the show. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, this by far is the most vulnerable I've ever been on a song. Um, yeah. I really just dove into like the, the very real struggles of this business and, and, mm-hmm. um, the, the crazy ups and downs that it, that come, that come with it. And yeah, like, um, it's been tough. There's been a lot of, lot of uh, pivotal moments for me and lessons that I've had to learn along the way that have felt like that felt really harsh in the moment. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like everybody, like all, all careers and all different kinds of people. But, um, I, uh, I decided to write about that for the first time. Like I, I felt very comfortable writing about relationships and Mm -hmm. breakups and love. Like it was just a comfy place for me to, to be and um on this new ep that's coming out or is it out 
Is it coming out? Is it out? It'll it's, be out. It's out, it's out now, everywhere. It's out Everyone now. Scream. We were gonna get there. Okay, so then, okay, you guys, I'll let you guys get there. But um, I, we, um since you took our announcement, we want yeah, to yeah, go, 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 go. Um, on this on this new project, like it was very important to me that I dive a little deeper. Um. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was almost like a personal challenge. And so I really just set out to write about things that I'm that are actually weighing on me Um, Mm -hmm. more so than just like pretty girls that I've chased and been heartbroken Mm -hmm. by, Um, you know, time and place. Still love to do that. But um, this (laughs) this this dove deeper for sure. So, um, yeah, it's about kind of me saying goodbye to you know, an, a version of me that I've since outgrown, um, mm-hmm. all, you know, looking at it, looking at the, my, my former self with, with respect and love and knowing that I wouldn't mm-hmm. be where I am today without it. Um, but essentially just oh, being so like, fitting for you're dead now. Well. Goodbye. Um, bye. Yeah. bye. So yeah, that's what that song is about. And I'm really proud of it lyrically like that, that song kind of set a precedent for, the other songs on the EP in terms of songwriting, like mm-hmm. it was the song that really every single line I, you know, I would write what I like to do songwriting is I write a, a sentiment um, and just exactly what I want the song to be about. And then every single mm-hmm. line that cool. I write, I will isolate that line and make sure it makes sense with the overall sentiment. And so, you know, you write four lines and it's like, maybe they rhyme and they sound amazing and they sing Uh great. But if you isolate every single phrase or every single line of that stanza, do they separately work with the sentiment you're trying to achieve with the overall song? And and that was really the first song that I actively made a point to like work my ass off to do that. And so I'm really proud of that one lyrically that that definitely um wow. encompasses the overall sentiment of the ep the most of all of the songs i was gonna say there's a line <clears throat> in that that says stupid hours which alludes yeah, to right. the ep's there title you go. Stupid wow. hours. out now yes <laughs> yes no East, but i Easter love eggs. how we love a taylor we love Easter eggs. um how intentional you are about writing because the fact that you're going in and you're saying, okay, what do I want to say? And what is the message? Which, and you're you know, not just I've like, people, what's going to sound good? What yeah, can I rhyme? Totally. What can Which I throw I've heard together? people say, but, but you know the what? fact that you're going line by line, I, you're like, going but back I, to I really, statement. I really appreciate that. But to be completely candid with you, that has not always been the case. And this mm. really is the first project where I made that, that, you know, active yeah. choice to, to really do that. Like, it's pretty clear to me on some of my previous work, which I still think is is great. I'm still happy with it. Mm-hmm. But there's like a lot of that I can see I wasn't doing. And there was a lot of mm-hmm. like, eh, it sounds amazing. Put it out. Where I, mm-hmm. I didn't really dive deep enough into some parts um, that I would have liked to have. And that's yeah. why I'm so proud mm-hmm. of this project because like, I worked my ass off on the music, but I really didn't even touch the music until the songwriting was just A1 to me. Um, mm, yeah. So that's mm-hmm. that's really the difference for this project. Mm. Uh, you can I'm tell. so excited. Like, mm. we, we heard that you're going to perform one of our favorite songs. Um, 
Sugar Island. Island. Oh, yes. That candy-coated dream. Yes. Okay, well, we might have gotten a sneak peek <clears throat> at the EP. Like, we felt very cool about it. So Don't worry. Sneaky. No one else Love has heard it. it. But this one just hit different. Yeah. Like... Thank you. The Thank vibes. You. It, yeah, the vibes. It's very, What like, were you saying when you were I know. I'm trying to remember now because I said something we were listening <laughs> oh, to Oh, you said morning. it feels like you were dropped off on an island that's called it Sugar It feels Island. like so you are part. stranded on an island and it's like the island is like this is success or like what you're trying to get to, but like you're trapped there and you've got all these cavities <laughs> and you've got a headache and you can't get off. There's no plane or pilot. There's yes. no bridge to get you across. Yes. Like all of that. And you're just trapped there forever and you think it's going to be sweet and beautiful. But, but you just have a headache. You just have a headache. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> cavity. Yeah, you. I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. <laughs> yes. Genius. Who? <laughs> Damn. Mary writes for genius. Yes. <laughs> I would love to actually. Yeah, like on this line, he. I believe he's talking about cavities. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's he awesome. He wrote this after a trip to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. But 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 tell us tell us yeah, what tell your us the real meaning, your vision of this the, is the so Sugar Island is a is a relationship song but mm-hmm. I did I, I worked really hard again on this one to to differentiate it from any of my past songs that are like anywhere close to it um, the song was essentially um, about um, a a partner that I didn't think was was um, able to handle the life I wanted. Basically just like, we're, we're not a good match. Um, and you know, thinking that person was just, just too sweet for, for the Mm. life of debauchery I'm trying to live, you know? Um, and, and that's where that, that metaphor of like, you live on sugar Island, you're just used to being sweet. My, one of my favorite Uh lines on the whole record is cotton candy and crying melts away and sticks to me. So Um, I I was, I was really proud of that line. Um, you know, and it just—it's like this sweetness can't last. It's it's mm-hmm. it's frivolous, and it's like it will just melt away, and there will be tears. Um, mm. Yeah. So so that's kind of what the song is is really about. By the way, I haven't I haven't mentioned, but I worked with some uh, incredible writers on the whole project as well, who really helped push me. Um, Jack Emblem, who is my best friend and producer, who I've talked about awesome. a little earlier, and then. Um, Ali Sue, who's an incredible writer. Um, and I've never written with anyone else for my stuff. I've always done it for other people, wow. but I just never mm. felt like co-writing is a very particular, intimate skill. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and like to let someone into like your soul, essentially, yeah, it's terrifying. because like you have to go into a room just completely open or you're just not going to get anything. Yeah. So right. anyway, Ali and I met through people in the music business and like instantly clicked and we wrote for other artists. And then it was, she was the first person and I was like, let's write for me. Um, mm. and, yeah. and, um, I've just learned so much from her and she pushed the shit out of me. And, and this is like how we came to this record that I'm so proud of. So a lot of credit to, to Ali and Jack as mm. well for that. But I'm so glad you oh, like Sugar Island. Out. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. One last question on um, Sugar Island, not to mean to like call you out. Um, the love notes in your raincoat. Uh, so why didn't you read those? <laughs> Just like left them there, you know? I was like, because I love a good love note and I know what goes into a love note. And like, you didn't read them. Well, that's, so yeah. that's like, the whole idea like of like, know. listen, 
There's, uh, songs can be fa- like you know exaggerations, <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. the, the whole uh-huh. idea was like you know this one person takes a takes time to write a beautiful note and they're very sweet, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's like the the so the sweet. me character. Yeah. Uh, I don't have time. Like I, I'm just I'm busy. Totally. I, I got shit going yeah. on. Like it's raining, and it's yes. like you're gonna be upset by that, and that's not my fault. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm working, baby. You know what do we? Me. You know I'm yeah. working here. So totally. Yeah. Um, that's where that line came from. But and also I just thought like raincoat was just so swaggy, mm-hmm. and like there's a Bieber oh, song, yeah. Yellow Raincoat, and I've always loved that song, yeah. and I just was like, yes. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, man, let like love notes like. How do I say I left them somewhere like that I didn't read? It's like fuck it, they're just in yeah. my raincoat. I just oh my you know. God. anyway, that's it. Um, I, I do that. think that you should do a merch line of raincoats. Oh and I my would like God. to wear them. You could even put um, little notes like let me just the and call my manager. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, Monica. Get Monica. Monica on the phone. Um, Monica, get them ready. <laughs> This is every episode when we talk to an artist. We're like, wait, you should do that. Have you created this yet? Okay, we're ready for we business. Have we vision. have a proposal. And maybe Sugar Island is on the emblem. You know what I mean? Love so it. So cute. Love also, it. not I don't want you to spill any tea, but just the visuals of Sugar Island, there just has to be this incredible Colorful candy-coated, but also dark music video. Is we this are happening? Can you confirm? Working on it. Getting really close. Okay. Oh, my God. We're working on it. Listeners in 39 countries, including the United Will Arab it be Emirates. out by the time this comes out? Me too. I, I'm not. I don't. Okay. Do you want to premiere it on Michael and Mary in the morning? Because you're available. Okay. We got to go. Monica did say there will be more. There will be she more. Did say that. <laughs> okay. As long as she we'll said that, that. Yeah. She said that. We're good. Then we're in the clear 100%. Yeah. yeah she, okay. That is so exciting. We are so excited. Thank I you. wish that the, I wish that we could like fast forward in time because this is going to be really hard to wait this long. Um, but. So the EP, Stupid Hours, yes. is out. It came out Woo! May 7th. Top of the charts. And you guys are going to hear two songs from it right <clears throat> the frick now. Oh, my God. We're so excited. Live. We are Come so on. excited. Live, Live from, from the, the coffee, coffee table. table with his aged, beautiful guitar. You guys don't even know. He just, like, he grabbed, just grabbed it behind it. his shoulder and just threw it up. It's like, yeah, let's go. He's On the he's coffee ready. table. I'm ready. Okay. okay whenever you're ready. Let's give it a go. I've been thinking about you again. Just for me and my friends I didn't want to tell you Cause I knew that shit would go to your head Yeah Oh no But now I've got this drink in my hands I take another sip and say You're one in a million You give me that feeling I want it all day, yeah And I, I know that we're different But it makes no difference I think you should stay, baby Uh. Why don't we dance? 
Fuck you, look up and I'm faded out Give you a chance Let you be my new favorite, yo Get everybody talking about us Yeah Oh no, no more playing tough Now I've drank enough Why don't we dance so I can finally see how I feel I drink another sip and say One in a million You give me that feeling I want it all day, baby And I I know that we're different But it makes no difference I think you should stay Yeah, alright Everything about us is nice, baby And everything about it is right Mm. We're sweet like sugar and spice, yeah Oh, well Everything about us is nice Oh, and everything about us feels right Sweet like sugar and spice In a million You give me that feeling I want it all day, baby, baby Well, I want it all day and I Well, I know that we're different uh, But it makes no difference I think you should stay why every human maroon five jake everyone oh. would stop and be like oh my god like mm-hmm. this isn't normal I'd for be a hotel lobby i've been, been in many hotel lobbies very sweet i'd I'm be there stopping. all four hours that's the thing well Watching that was like you is also so entertaining like yeah, you just have so much performer. fun when you're singing and like Thank the you. way you sing is so much yeah. fun appreciate it thank you well like i i've been <sighs> been working at it so I really yeah. appreciate it. A couple it. years, Thank huh? You. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're always <laughs> Literally, working. Literally, so good. That, that was one in a million. Thanks. Thank you. Um, You're live from the coffee table. No, literally, I just think about, gosh, I don't know. You like hear people's songs on Spotify or on the radio, but just to see you in your element and like playing the instrument and hearing it live, I'm like, okay, we need to be at the troubadour with you, the beam of light on the stage and just like vibing there. I would love to play the troubadour. And it's so nice. It's actually just so nice for me to like enjoy playing these songs. Like, there are a handful of songs that like, because I guess I wasn't really tapping into like the truest me when I when I was writing them, that translates into yeah. the performance and they're just like not as enjoyable for right. me to perform. So like 
yeah. all of these songs on this record, like I just genuinely enjoy playing them. And that's like a revelation for me. That's it's so nice. You know, I love that. I'm glad uh, speaking of which. Yes. Yeah. I was just going to ask, does everyone have their tickets? Yeah. To Sugar Island. The plane's uh, leaving now. Right now. We are boarding. For Sugar Island. Next stop, Sugar Island. Next stop. Uh, Please keep hands, feet, and objects in the airplane at all times. You want to do the intro? You can keep going. That's great. You- oh, gosh. <laughs> well, what do they say? The, um, the, um... Oxygen masks will fall from the ceiling um, in case we incur any turbulence while Please there. put on your oxygen mask before assisting others. Unbelievable. <laughs> Sit back and please enjoy the ride. Love notes, left them in my raincoat. Guess I could have read those. My bad. <laughs> Call me to say goodnight and sweet dreams, but I'm already REM sleep. See is what you need and because you live on Sugar Island, you're used to being sweet. Cotton candy and crying melts away and sticks to me. Let's just keep it divided. I say we cut the loss. No plane, no pilot, no bridge to get you off of Sugar Island. Sugar Island Break up Upset cause I'm not down You down by all the run round That we do, baby You're all in So instantly I back down You're outside looking sad now Perfect signal still I can't get through Cause you live on Sugar Island You're used to being sweet Cotton candy and crying melts away and sticks to me. Let's just keep it divided. I say if we cut the laws. No plane, no pilot, no bridge to get you off of Sugar Island. Sugar Island. Sugar Island. Do one. Holy shit. Thank you very much. We are really impressed with Um, you. Again, I might prefer it to like. 
the recording studio. Oh, I will never stop listening to these. Oh my God. I will never stop listening to these. Back to the music video. Not sure if it's already been filmed. But if you need um, to the opening scene to be on a plane and you need like, I don't know, a flight attendant, pilots, anything like that, we're available. The candy clouds are outside. The plane is taking off. The plane's purple. You're in the seat. We're the flight attendants and we're saying it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's whatever the you idea need, we like, have. That's we're available. We are available. Let us know. <laughs> yep. Okay, you guys are hired. Let me just get Monica on the phone. Thank you. Get... Wait, Monica? what? Monica? Monica? <laughs> Wait, Monica? Monica? We have an idea. We have our Amazing. extras. Well, thank you very much for letting me play a little. I really appreciate it. Oh, oh my God, thank you. That I was wish, such a treat. I wish there were three more hours. I wish we could just listen Literally. to the whole. Literally. Oh, my God. Do you think people would I want can't that? Wait. Do you really? Yes. We do. <laughs> I mean, we do when, is what I'm saying. We'll do a live show. We'll fly you out. We'll have a whole set. Hey. We're doing it. When I play in LA, yeah. like, Please. one, so we're be you there. two need to yeah. host. <gasps> and We didn't even, we have, didn't to even have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I'm talking, like, if you're not bringing 30 to 40 people, we got problems. Oh. oh. Easy. Our listeners. Like, we'll be like hey guys. We've got it. Michael Mayer in the Morning X, Jesse Gold collab. One night only. I mean, speaking you of you shows. Are by far coming, hosting the whole thing. It's done. Oh my God. God After we love partying. You so much. Like, Monica, get go. the contract. Sign. Monica. We're signing. We love Monica, by the way. Oh my God. Um, Good. Me too. We She's, can't, oh, we that's can't wait story to hang out with her. I could have told our. Yeah, she says that you guys met on Instagram. Yeah, like. I mean, are we over time here? I don't want to go too crazy, but I mean, I, mean, I don't really give a shit. I'll go. I'll go. <laughs> I mean, I'll go. You have time. I'll go real quick. Long story okay. short, I was completely unrepresented in in every way. Just making records, <sighs> putting them up by myself. Literally, one day I was like, I had a song out, and I was like, I guess I'll just like put a hundred bucks behind an Instagram ad. I have no idea how it works, what yeah. it's going to do. Sure. And yeah. um, I did it, and then I get a DM one day, like, "Hi, I'm Monica." I love your music. Um, wow. And I was just like, thank you so much. She was like, I'm from Texas. I'm like, cool. I'm from Toronto. Like, sick. Nice to see <laughs> yeah. that the ads are reaching there. And, um, you know, she she has a lot of music biz experience. And, and um, we just bonded. We, we would, mm. like, Zoom call for, like, three hours every night for a week just because we just, like, clicked. Wow. And um, yeah. it just, we started doing work together. And she was just so willing to help. And it just got to the point where... Um, it was just such a no brainer. It's like, uh, you know, the team is just, was she absolutely knows. perfect. Mm. And she's just the greatest manager ever. So it's, it's been yeah. pretty, pretty wild that it just fell out of the sky from like an Instagram ad. She has just oh been God. completely instrumental to the success of, to whatever success is, is going on and, and the growth since the last project is, I attribute it to her. So she's been amazing. I'm glad I'm you guys so got to glad. talk to her. Yeah. So cool. She's I'm so glad dopest. she found us yeah. and brought us to you because yep. I'm obsessed. She, she's the dopest. Literally. So thanks, Mon. We love you. Thanks, Mon. Love you, Mon. All right. <laughs> the EP is out. Stupid yes. hours, baby. Go stream it. Go share it with all of your friends. Literally Put all it on all your makeout playlists. <laughs> yeah, every makeout playlist. Uh, Jesse Gold, where can everyone find you? Where can they stream you? Tell us everything. Yes. Thank you so much for that setup. My name is yeah. Jesse Gold, and that's spelled J E S S E G O L D. And all of my handles mm. are Jesse Gold Music on Instagram, mm. Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. Your boy just got verified on TikTok. Like that must what? mean that oh must mean that God. I am. That means that I'm young. Okay, you are, you Gen are Z. young. That's what that means. Um, yep. So Jesse Gold Music Congratulations. everywhere. Um, 
go go stream the album anywhere you listen to music. It's called Stupid Hours, yeah. and um, mm. I love you and thank you so so much for having me. This has been amazing and happy happy. Uh, we love you too. Episode. Yes, Seriously, this was thank so you much for fun. hanging out with us and just sharing your gift with us and all of your stories. It's been so much fun. Thank you. We're going to have to do it again because we have more we to have talk to. about. We have more to hear. I would we love have to, to talk about the, the music yeah. video. We have to talk about yeah. the, the show, the post show. Maybe we'll to, go live from the show. A lot of chat. Like, who knows? Oh, a lot's that happening. That would be really fun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> live. <laughs> all right, everyone. You heard him. Go stream Jesse Gold on all platforms. Jesse Gold Music. Amazing. Incredible. Um, literally, I'm going to say it's just going to be like the sounds and the soundtrack of your summer i would say hell yeah i would say i would say thank you guys all righty thank you so much for tuning into michael mary in the morning the cute ass podcast you didn't know you needed and don't forget to follow us on instagram michael mary in the morning be sure to subscribe follow and share this podcast with someone who would like it someone who would love jesse golden who needs a soundtrack who to their summer let's talk honestly um you can also find the link to our cute ass merch on our instagram or in the show notes of this episode if you like the show please write us a review if you like jesse please go stream him and follow him and then write us a review about how much you love him oh, yeah. um, you can do that on the free Apple podcast app it's the purple one with the little yeah, yeah. dot and then the lines and it's like free and you can just it's like already on your phone yeah you can write like a review free. leave five stars um, we'd love to hear your feedback so please Only do that if, it's five feedback. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more content please join us on Patreon it is the best place to be um, you can check out our new brunch tier get your hands on exclusive Michael and Mary Tumblr perfect for the summer and your icy cold drinks honestly That's maybe an saying. ice sangria at the yeah. park or the oh, beach or something to yeah uh, yeah, for joining, <laughs> so joining, sidetracked by the yeah. drinks. <laughs> We're like drinks by joining for as little as a dollar a month. You can support us so we can continue to support you. We love you all so much, and we love Jesse Gold. Uh, we love you, we cherish you, we adore you. Like it's the only thing we'll ever do. See you Monday. Don't <laughs> Don't